This is Scott Vanderplue, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 58. I went down to the St. James Infirmary, found my baby there, stretched out on a long white table, so sweet, so cold, so fast. Thank you for joining me once more where I take the written word from aeindex.org, the Artist Edition Index website, and bring it to as much life as I can muster. This month we have a pretty standard month, um, ex- with a big exception. I've got two reviews, we've got our poll, we've got a bit of news, and for the first time in a long time we have solicitations, and we have three AE format books solicited, so that's, Wow. It's been a long time, that's for sure. All right, let's get into it. Let's talk shipping changes. Well, before we talk shipping changes, I'm recording this on September 30th, which means yesterday was September 29th, and the Diamond release of EC Covers Artist Edition. That's the second Artist Edition from IDW this year and the second AE format book this year. So we had something in January. Now we have something in September. I've done the flip through. The book looks great. Um, I'll have a review out early next week. I did note uh, that the box is different, so I'm wondering if IDW switched printers for this book because of the issues in Asia right now with shipping and printing and paper limiting and such. But uh, I'll get more into that in the review. So speaking of that, let's talk shipping changes. Uh, there aren't any. Like, you know, the, the next book, uh, John Buscema's Marvel Heroes Artist Edition, is still scheduled for November 3rd. So far, no date changes to that. So we're going to keep our fingers crossed and hope that happens. And then we have our three new solicitations. So let's just jump right to solicitations. And so the Diamond uh, put up Previews World, the October 2021 catalog for with items shipping December 2021 or later. Uh, it has been six months since the last day solicitation. All right, three books solicited, as I said. Let's go alphabetical. And unfortunately, these are all books I've talked about before, but they're actually now making the official Diamond Catalog. And I can see that I... Well, might as well jump to the news. The uh, right IDW is moving to Penguin Random House for their distribution of all comics. So we won't see Diamond really much doing this anymore. So Penguin Random House and their website is going to be my primary source for upcoming comics news. So, I mean, I already I already saw these books on Penguin Random House. I've already mentioned them. So, that's just how it goes. But, we'll still discuss them. Dave Stevens, The Rocketeer Artist Edition 40th Anniversary. I'm adding the 40th anniversary in that because the solicitation just says Dave Stevens, Rocketeer Artist Edition. It doesn't say new printing. Uh, 40th anniversary is right there on the cover. So, I'm hoping they're going to stick with that or give some sort of delineation of this and versus the first printing that had, you know, two printings and several covers. So it gets a bit convoluted. Here's the blurb. Celebrate the 40th anniversary of the debut of the Rocketeer in comics with this beautiful book, showcasing the art of one of the masters of... Hmm, interesting spelling mistake of the... I'm going to figure out what that was. In April of 1982, the Rocketeer debuted as a backup feature from Pacific Comics. From those humble beginnings, the artistry of Dave Stevens caught the imaginations of countless readers. Uh, that should be just imagination of countless readers. And became a worldwide sensation, even being turned into a big budget feature film. 
and in 2010, when IDW launched its award-winning Artist Edition series, The Rocketeer was the inaugural release, even winning two coveted Eisner Awards that year. The book quickly sold out and went into a second printing. Now, more than 10 years later, is soaring back with a new 40th anniversary printing. So, there you go. They're mentioning 40th anniversary printing. I see from the initial Penguin Random House solicitation, they fixed the date. They had 2009 before. They're still saying that it won two Eisner Awards in 2010, which is not true. They won two Eisner Awards in 2011 for the 2010 release schedule. So that's a, you know, I know I'm splitting hairs, but it's, that's still wrong. All right. Publication date. Currently solicited for April 20th, 2022. 12 inches by 17 inches, 136 pages, $150. Available everywhere online. I've got links for Amazon, Things from Another World, and Forbidden Planet. So if you can, use one of those links. Um, the difference between this and the first Rocketeer, we've got a new cover. And the three pages that were missing from the original printing have been found by Scott Dunbeer, and they are included. So now every page is scanned for original art. That's the difference between this and the original release. Also, the original release, you know, at the at when this is it will we will have been um, twelve years old at this point, and it was a hundred dollars. This one's one hundred fifty. You get all the pages, and it's readily available. The old the other rock tier, you can find it on eBay, but you're paying. All right. Second solicitation, John Buscema's Silver Surfer Artisan Edition. Considered by many to be one of the pinnacles of Silver Age comic book art, now presented in IDW's critically acclaimed Artisan Edition format. You've never truly seen Buscema's art until now. Well, let me stop you there. Uh, yes, we have. We've, seen, we've truly seen it in the Artist Edition. And is, is, the, is the Artisan Edition critically acclaimed? I don't remember a critical acclamation. Going for the Artisan Edition. I know for the Artist Edition. Alright. I'm really picking these apart this month. Sorry. John Buscema's innovative drawing on Marvel Silver Surfer is presented in IDW's Artisan Edition format, collecting three complete issues, 5, 6, and 8, from the acclaimed original run written by Stan Lee. An essential component of the House of Ideas, John Buscema's talented hand graced the pages of Marvel's most iconic characters for over four decades, working on the Avengers, Thor, the Fantastic Four, and the Amazing Spider-Man, just to name a few. As with all Artisan Edition books, nearly every page in this volume has been scanned for the original art, enabling the reader to clearly see all the little nuances that make original art unique and fascinating. Blue pencil notations, margin notes, whiteout, and so much more. This is a must-have for all fans and students of classic comic art. Exclamation. Currently being scheduled for February 16th, 2022. It's 9x12, soft cover, 184 pages, 39.99 USD. Uh, available from everywhere again. Amazon, Things from Another World, Forbidden Planet. If you missed out on the Artist Edition and like the Artisan Edition format, which it is nice, it's uh, you know handy, easy to fit on the bookshelf, easy to thumb through, uh, pick one up. This, again, is uh, out of print from IDW. You can get it online and eBay if you look for the Artist Edition. So, All right, last but not least, Judge Dredd by Brian Boland, Apex Edition. The Judge Dredd art of Brian Boland is regarded as some of the greatest comic art of the 80s and helped catapult both the series and Brian Boland himself to international acclaim, leading him to work on such titles as Camelot 3000 and Batman the Killing Joke. His incredible black and white art is showcased in this deluxe, oversized facsimile edition featuring new high-resolution scans of his original art from 2080, showing Boland's delicate inking brushwork in unprecedented detail, as well as the titles and word balloons placed over it at the time by IPC's art team. 
It promises to be an unmissable collection for fans of comics and of fine art. Currently scheduled March 16th, 2022. It's 15 by 19, so that's an interesting size. I haven't really seen 15 by 19 before, I don't think, in original art. It's 128 pages. It's 90 US. Currently, I have links for things from another world. Waiting for Forbidden Planet to put this up. I don't know if they will. Because it's released, you can get it from Titan in, in the UK. I don't know if Forbidden Planet has some deal with Titan where they don't ship books. But it's a bit odd that uh, Forbidden Planet has the solicitations up from this catalog. Except for this one. So I'm not quite sure what's happening there. And if you're a frequent visitor to the site, I should mention something. Um, the catalog goes up the third Friday of, of the month from Diamond. But the actual paper catalog comes out on the fourth Wednesday of every month. And I find that the solicitations from resellers don't go up until that fourth week. So I put this up on September 17th. And I have updated it twice, once adding the Forbidden Planet and Things from Other World links, and once more adding the pages from the Diamond Catalog to the bottom of the post. So if you've been, if you hit the site early, if you hit this the first day I put it up, make sure you come back, circle back around, see the links, check it out, and then you can also check out the Diamond Catalog pages. There is a uh, online website in... I forget where, uh, I think it's New Zealand, and they have, they put up the diamond catalogs uh, for their pre-orders, and they're free and readily available. They do have a watermark that says, previews world, previews, uh, copyright something, I can't, actually can't even read the watermark. Anyways, doesn't really matter. Oh, previewsworld.com, that's what it is, previews and previewsworld.com. So, doesn't really take away from the page, it's just more information, information I've already got in text really, so... All right, that's the solicitations, solicitations, and that is very exciting. Man, I'm really looking forward to that Judge Dredd book. I mean, I already have the Silver Surfer Artists Edition. I won't be getting the Artisan Edition. I will be getting the Dave Stevens Rocketeer Artist Edition because I'm a completist, because I run this website, uh, because Patreon, Patreon patrons and those of you who hit the links up here provide a small income to me and from which I purchased the book. So I feel it's my obligation, duty, to pick up this new Rocketeer, review it, take a look at the pages that are changed, uh, take a look at the new design, if it is a new design, and go from there. I have to say that um, Randall Dalk and his design for the original Rocketeer, where there's a lot of, I just love the images he used in the original Rocketeer, uh, a lot of pencil, like, it was just it, beautiful. It, it really, it almost bridged the gap between the original art, so much nicer. Um, it was just so unique, and he didn't really use that again in any of the books. Uh, my other favorite design is the very, there's some very bright Fourth World ones he did. I really love those, too. And I love the, Fanta- actually, the John Burns Fantastic Four Artist Edition, and the way he worked in sort of the technology screens and things, uh, pages from the art, are really uh, standout, but the Rocketeer and yeah, the Rocketeer and the Fantastic Four are my top uh, design picks for the uh, Randall Dogs work for sure. Awesome stuff. All right, solicitations and babbling completed. Let's talk about shipping changes. We don't need to. There aren't any shipping changes, as I said. Those are the new solicitations. Boom. Let's talk about the uh, poll for September twenty-one from our good friend David Jacoy and Patreon patron. Thank you, David, as always. 
Here's his he, since its inception in 1934, Flash Gordon was a hit. The Flash Gordon comic strip has transitioned into a wide variety of media, including motion pictures, television, and animated series. But at its core, it is it always remained an amazing comic strip produced by masters of the craft. Who among them deserves the AE format treatment? Our options were Al Williamson, Alex Raymond, Austin Briggs, Dan Barry, and Macroboy. I put up the art for this stuff, and I I don't you know I, I knew first off Alex Raymond. There's I wasn't even gonna I was gonna, I wasn't gonna include Alex Raymond in this because it's gonna landslide right. I was shocked to see 37 votes for Alex Raymond, which that's not the shocking part, but 20 votes for Al Williamson. And what disturbed me the most was Austin Briggs only got three votes. When you look at these Austin Briggs pages, they are gorgeous. I'm not crazy about Dan Barry and the Macro Boy. I do like Macro Boy. But again, I'm not super crazy about... Uh, if I was picking uh, top three Flash Gordon, Alex Raymond, Mac, uh, Austin Briggs, and then Al Williamson for sure. We have seen the Williamson art sort of in that uh, Flesk um, Flash Gordon book. Uh, very hard to find online. Uh, the, the hardcover is insane. I picked up the soft cover uh, you know, just at my local comic shop while perusing the shelves one day. And it's gorgeous. Uh, it's not the original. It's shot in the original art. So it actually reminds me a lot of, say, the, uh, the EC uh, Cochran hardcovers, where it's just gorgeous, right, shot from original artwork. Anyway, I'd love to see Fles go back to the original artwork and redo the book, but with scans of the original artwork, sort of like the uh, the Hellboy Silent Sea. I doubt that will happen, though. At least, Flesk, please give us a new edition. And I've spoken with uh, John Flesk, and he is not interested in doing any artist edition books. He doesn't like, he doesn't want to produce the larger size. I get it that he doesn't want to do it, and I don't accept that, uh, you know, the fans wouldn't clamor for it and would love it, but what are you going to do? All right, news this month. A few things. I reached out to a couple publishers and heard back. I was always happy to hear from Wayne Allen Herald. He's a great guy. Very pleasant. Always uh, enthusiastic. And I asked him about how are things going. And he says he's hoping to get the latest book from... The latest Peter Russell book, right? Some of those fantasies. He's hoping that he'll get them in December and start shipping them out. So... I mean, with the way the situation, shipping, printing, everything is coming in from Asia, we can only just keep our fingers crossed, right? Yeah. So, like his printer gave him the following message. uh, Heavy volume and COVID-restricted labor at the ports are causing shipping delays. Our standard shipping timelines are currently extended by approximately two to three weeks as a result. So, what are you going to do? Anyways, that's coming. Uh, Nexus, the company of Grimondo Deluxe Edition has already shipped from Rude Dude Productions and it has arrived at people's houses. My copy went to my U.S. post box, so I don't even know if I'm going to get it this year. Uh, the border between Canada and the U.S. on the U.S. side is still closed. There's no announcements of when it will open. Uh, they're talking about... I live not far from them, so I, I, um, I can go to my post box in an hour and a half. From my house, so not too bad. I can do a three-hour round-trip visit to the post box and home. If I hit the post box fast, no real delays at the border, so it's pretty good. Except um, U.S. border still closed. I don't have. Well, I have been double vaccinated in Canada with AstraZeneca and Moderna, which is a mixed, which Canada was promoting and which I got. Uh, the United States is not recognizing it as a vaccination. Different. Types, so I'm hoping they will change that rule when they open the border. 
As well, it looks like you'll need a negative COVID test across the border, and then there's also a negative COVID test required when you come back to Canada. So for me to go to my post box, I need to get a negative COVID test in Canada, cross the border, immediately get another COVID test, wait for the results, go to my post box, pick up my stuff, and maybe that same day, probably the next day, maybe two days, I will get the results of the COVID test and I can drive back to Canada show my negative COVID test and cross. Now that's if the U.S. border opens and if they accept my mixed vaccination. So the odds of that are slim. I'm thinking no no post box in 2021, which makes me sad. I am arranging with Wayne Allen Harold to get my Symbols Fantasy ship to Canada, which I probably should have done with the Rude Do, but I had signed up so long ago when they had had free shipping. And shipping from the U.S. to Canada on such a large book is crazy. And then who knew that COVID would still be doing this? So blah, blah, blah. I can't get it. That's what it comes down to. Oh, well. All right. Let's talk print sales out of print sales because we don't get to see print sales anymore. That's just a way of life. Got to accept it. Out of print sales, eBay action. Let's talk. Alien, the illustrated story, the original art edition, one copy sold for one thirty. Two copies of Batman the Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller Gallery Edition, sold for an average of three twenty five. One copy of Best of EC Comics Volume One sold for two nineteen nineteen ninety nine, sorry. Two copies of Conan Red Nails Original Art Archives, Volume One, sold for an average of two thirty eight twenty six. One copy of Dave Cockrum's X Men Artifact Edition sold for one forty. One copy of Dave Stevens' Rock Tier Artist Edition first print sold for 205 so there you go there's an indicator of if you want to get the first print versus the new printing one copy of David Mazzucchelli's Daredevil Morning and Arts Edition sold for $400 one copy of Don Rose's The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck sold for 75 so there's a giant price drop we, that, that had been riding high the last few months also that Dave Mazzucchelli is really up so we got that one way up and Don Rosa way down two copies of ElfQuest Gallery Edition sold for an average of two eighty two fifty. that's just crazy I don't know where that price came from four copies of Frank Miller's Daredevil Artifact Edition sold for an average of one seventy eight sixty seven. one copy of Frank Miller's Sin City The Hard Goodbye Curator's Collection sold for one twenty six forty seven. two copies of Gene Colon's Tomb of Dracula Artist Edition sold for an average of two twenty five. two copies of Jack Davis's EC Stories Artist Edition sold for an average of two thirty seventy six. Two copies of Jack Kirby Commandy, The Last Boy on Earth, Artist Edition, sold for an average of $127.50. Hey, that was the, uh, that's the third uh, Randall Dalk book that I really like, his design. It's so bright and pops, and it just screams like that same sort of crazy colors that we saw from Commandy. This is the first volume. Uh, really outstanding design, I think, there. Uh, Jack Kirby, The Forever People, Artist Edition, sold for one copy, 208.25. One copy of Jack Kirby's The Mighty Thor, Artist Edition, sold for 169.50. One copy of John Buscema's Silver Surfer, Artist Edition, sold for 110. Two copies of John Byrne's Fantastic Four, Artist Edition, sold for an average of 224.67. One copy of John Byrne's X-Men Artifact Edition, sold for 500. This book is still riding high. Crazy. Four copies of John Romita's Amazing Spider-Man, Artist Edition, Volume 2, sold for an average of 104.04. One copy of Lone Wolf and Cub Gallery Edition sold for 85 So we see a price, big price drop there. That has been over 200 for a while now. One copy of Mad Artist Edition sold for 190 Two copies of Mike Mignola's Hellboy and Hell and Other Stories Artist Edition first print sold for an average of two nineteen ninety six. One copy of Mike Mignola's The Amazing Screw-On Head and Other Curious Objects Artist Edition sold for 125 
three copies of Sergio Aragonas' *Grew the Wanderer* artist edition, sold for an average of one twenty-seven ninety-four. Three copies of *Spawn Vault* edition, volume one, sold for an average of three forty. One copy of volume two sold for three ninety-nine ninety-nine. One copy of *Star Wars* artifact edition sold for one hundred nine ninety-nine. One copy of *Star Wars: Dark Times* gallery edition sold for eighty-nine ninety-nine. So it's nice to see that price bump. You know, it is seven years old. Is finally keeping it elevated. One copy of Stranko Nakuri Agent of Shield Artist Edition First Print sold for one fifty nine forty eight, um, and that's it. There's a lot of zeros this month. I'm really really surprised. Um, higher high high prices reached at the bottom of my list. Um, one for no, I didn't get any this month. Oh yeah, I did. Sorry, John Burns X Men Artifact Edition that uh, five hundred dollars. That's a new high. And David Mazzucchelli's Dead Born Again Artist Edition, regular edition, 400 That's a new high there, too. These are, I don't get it. You know, we I understand the, I think, the COVID lockdown, stimulus checks, uh, blah, blah, blah. From earlier this year, we saw those record eBay prices, but some things are really staying up there. I can't believe how many zeros I have. From Terry Moore, Strangers in Paradise Gallery Edition. First off, you can't get this book anymore, and there's never any eBay sales. I don't get this. Where, where is this book? Where are the copies selling? And then just nothing from T to W. That's crazy. And then the Usagi Jimbo books continue just to be a mystery. All right, that's uh, that's sales for this month. I did forget to mention a piece of news. I uh, I said a, several publishers got back to me, and the another publisher that got back to me uh, after a bit of prodding was Dark Horse. And uh, very kind to let me know. I said, I'm, you know, as I always give the introduction, big fan. I reviewed all your, you know, gallery edition books. Are we going to see any gallery edition books? She says, the line isn't dead, which I always, I follow up my emails with. This is dead. Uh, but they have nothing new to announce. So nothing in the pipe from Dark Horse as far as a gallery edition goes. I would like to, I'd love to chat with Mike Richardson. And talk about the origins of the line there from Dark Horse. I'd also like to... I tried to get a hold of Sony from Titan to see how that started as well, but never happened. All right. Time for the sales pitch uh, portion of the uh, podcast. Um, you can assist the Artist Edition Index three ways. One, becoming a Patreon patron. Um, you can sign up for a dollar or more, whatever you feel comfortable with, in your local currency or my currency. And I currently have the Patreon set for U.S. dollars. And uh, whatever you'd like to do, that's that goes right into me buying books and hosting the site. Second way you can support the site is through the affiliate links. So if you see a link on the site, every link except uh, Collector BD is an affiliate link where I get some money back. So my best ones are Think From Another World. I encourage everybody to use the Things From Another World links. Uh, the Forbidden Planet links are good for me too. And then it sort of filters down. Uh, BD Fugue is good. Amazon. Uh, any, any any of the links you use, I get a small percentage back. And again, that goes right to me buying books, hosting the site. Um, it's funny, I started the site. I don't know if I've mentioned this before. It's hard sometimes when you're a, a single podcaster and you do a monthly, what well, you've mentioned before. But in 2017, I moved the Artist Edition Index from Comic Book Daily to its own site, starting with the index proper. And then I moved my reviews. And then I've been building it since then. And in the, at that time, I started a spreadsheet. I started at zero. I thought, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mention old, I'm not gonna list old books, but I'm gonna start at zero. And every time I buy a book, every time I pay my hosting fees, that goes into the, you know, the the negative column. 
And every time an affiliate money comes in, that goes into the positive column. And I, I am very happy to say at the midpoint of 2021 between Patreon and the affiliate links, and of course the very <laughs> slow publishing schedule, uh, I've I'm ev- I've broken even. So for over, you know just over th- well three uh, four years I guess. So twenty yeah, July twenty seventeen to uh, July twenty twenty one four years. I've broken even at the site. So that is amazing, and I want to thank everybody who supports the site. Really, I'm just thrilled. Um, and we're not going to mention the money I spent before that. All right, the last way to support the site is the store. I really encourage everybody to check out the store because I have new things this month. I was able to pick up some deals. I was uh, I did a tour of uh, comic sites. I'm learning about that from my other website, eBabble. And I picked up some things, and I'm offering them for sale. And the two, th- I, three things I'd really like to mention. So one, I picked up a Bernie Wrightson's Muck Monster Artist Edition portfolio. So the, this is a, the first portfolio... It's gorgeous. It's got the Muck Monster plates. Uh, all the plates are really nice. There's uh, in the top of the portfolio. There's a small. There's two small chips. I'm actually going to fix that by gluing them, and it doesn't affect the plates at all. And I have that up on the site. I also have a copy of the Mad Artist Edition now available for sale. That's new. That's exciting. Sealed in the box, brand new. Another hard to find item. And lastly, the Usagi Jimbo Samurai and Other Stories Gallery Edition. No box. The book is open. Uh, I ended up with two copies because uh, I had... uh, Stan Sakai was at a show. I wasn't expecting to see him. And then I stumbled across a table that had the Samurai and Other Stories Gallery Edition. And I just bought one right there. A second copy. Went to Stan and got him to sketch it in the book. So So that left me with a second copy. That copy's been up at the store the whole time. Um, I've got it listed for 200 US, and I base that on a sale a couple months ago on eBay. They don't come up very often, but the last sale two months ago was 300, so I'm keeping mine at 200 uh, because it's not sealed and in the box. So there's some great stuff there. I mean, if you're going to pick up the Wrightston Muck Monster portfolio from my site, you might as well also get the Wally with Thunder Agents portfolio, which is a deal at 30 bucks. But uh, please check out the store. There's some good stuff. I ship pretty cheap because I can ship to the U.S. with USPS Media Mail. Uh, there's a pickup spot in uh, not far from uh, where I work. So that works out well. As well, shipping to Canada is fairly inexpensive if you're Canadian. Worldwide, you know, we, I do the best I can. I, I shipped to Australia a while ago, and I, I had a first price, which I thought was a bit crazy. But I did some more digging and found a price that was uh, 40% less than that. So... What are you going to do? That's uh, that's international shipping, though. Right? I think I've talked about that enough for my French purchases. Two reviews this month. Both, both Band SNA. One book in French, one book in French and English. I hope you're following the site, and I hope you're picking these foreign language books up, because these are opportunities to see art that is amazing. So we, find, we got the, the last um, Mobius Jean Giraud book. Of his Blueberry series, Dust. I picked that up a while ago. It was released in December 2017. It's 12 inches by 16 inches. It's 72 pages as opposed to 56 pages of the previous volumes. It's a soft cover. But it is uh, sewn signatures in a glued cover. So 
That means it's almost the same as a hardcover. Obviously, the cover's soft, but because the signatures are still sewn like they would be in a sewn hardcover, the difference is the glue is just there uh, to keep the signatures attached to the cover. So yes, that's not the same as being stitched into a cover and then with some glue like a normal hardcover is. But that means this book is these books are still quite resilient. All right. It's got a crazy long blurb. I'm not even going to go into it. But I'm going to give you the important part. The originals of Jean Giraud were scanned in very high definition and the ultimate feeling of touching the plates such as the undisputed master of design delivered them. This large format edition is an absolute treat for all art lovers. A masterful lesson in beauty. I, I got to fix. Uh, the Google Translate there didn't work out for me so much. All right, I gave you the blurb, but it's 1999 euros. If you are in Canada... You can get this, if you're in North America, Amazon.ca offers it. So the shipping to the U.S. isn't bad uh, because it's it's 35 Canadian, so you get free shipping from Amazon Canada. So just, I encourage you, if you don't have these, go to Amazon Canada and buy all the ones that are currently available. There are six in total. Let me give, let me see what the, I wrote it up. No, it's five volumes, and then there's a six, there's the, uh, there's the Agent 13 or the XII volume. So you've got, but uh, Dargaud has six Jean Giraud volumes available. So pretty amazing. Uh, get them all. Get get whatever you can. Just order them. And then start hunting for the ones you don't have. Because these books are awesome. So there's a blurb at the front. It's the same blurb. They just change the title every month. I'll give you the blurb anyways. This black and white edition of Dust uses the original boards of Jean Giraud. These were completely rescanned so that the maximum details, fineness of the features, grays, densities of the hues of black, the precision of the backgrounds, and the few corrections of the author could be seen. The 30 by 40 centimeter format, larger than the classic publication format, will help you find some of the incredible feelings that come from viewing the origins of one of the greatest artists of band dessinée. Yeah, I should add, I should edit that away. I think it's from viewing the originals. So, all right, I've got to work on that too. Uh, this book, very, th- you know, like I said, 76 pages. Uh, before they had some chapter breaks, not really chapter, but uh, they would do some panel enlargements. And none of that this time. It's all story. And the detail is just, you know, um, Giraud has very few panels without backgrounds. And he gives such details on the pages. And it's, his page layout is so interesting. He puts word balloons in between. They straddle panels. And uh, like I said, the details are gorgeous. You just got to go over it. It's funny. I mentioned in the there's there's one page that's mostly has no backgrounds, and it's it's, it's jarring because there's such detail. Otherwise, the, the, these books absolutely please pick them up. As well, if you're local to Toronto or you'd like to order from a Toronto retailer as opposed to Amazon France um, or Amazon Canada, uh, the Beguiling, which is beguilingbooks.com, uh, has a c- couple copies of these. I was just at the store. They had the X. I keep saying X13, but it's 13, or XIII. And they have a couple, one copy of that and a couple copies of Dust. So 35 bucks. Uh, go buy, pick them up. Uh, they don't have any of the earlier volumes, so I would get on Amazon right quick and order those. All right. I mean, there are no artist editions of Jean Giraud slash, Mo, slash Mobius in English. There just aren't. This is the best you're going to get. And I so wish this was available in an English translation because I would love to read the story. I love Blueberry. I've tried the Google Translate. I'm not there. But just to admire these 
page is gorgeous. Just gorgeous. All right. My second review this month, Pierre Colliford, known as Peo, The Life and Work of a Marvelous Storyteller. Issued on the occasion of a recent exhaustive exhibition of original art by Peo, father of the Smurfs, this is a hefty compendium chock-a-block with reproductions of his original pages from Johan and Pewitt to Pussy the Cat and more, and of course with plenty of Smurfs art, accompanied by text on the history of Peo's creations, direct import from France. So this book came out in 2011, the exhibit was in 2011, uh, put out by a publisher, Elroy, which is, it turns out to be um, just an abbreviation of, of Eric uh, Leroy's name who's uh, a part of the book, the editor of the book. Uh, NBM carried this book in 2012, so it was distributed to comic shops. I found the uh, I found the, the diamond uh, code and everything. So I, can, I didn't see this. It's 8 and a quarter inches by 11 inches. It's 256 pages. It's a soft cover, but again, sewn signatures in a glued soft cover. Very sturdy book. And it is, uh, it's quite a, it's quite a work. So it's, it's, uh, it was an exhibit put on by Art Curiel in France, Paris, specifically. Uh, it was the, over 200 pieces of art were provided by the family for this exhibit. And then this catalog was made and then it was sold. Now the catalog is interesting because it's, it's got English, it's got French first in black text and English text in red. So absolutely, English readers can go through this, and let me get his name. I've, I've, uh, it's uh, Pierre Sturks, Sturks, S-T-E-R-C-K-X. Uh, provided the text, and it's an it's an interesting biography of uh, Colorford or Peo, which I'll refer to him as Peo from now on. And it goes over his career. We've got artwork from his early life. We've got it from his first published work. Uh, then he moves on and he does some scout, ca- some Boy Scout calendars and uh, other work like that. And then he's got some other. And then he moves on to Johan, a Pirui. I'm pronouncing that wrong. And that's actually where the Smurfs appear. And then he goes on to the Smurfs or the Strumpfs. And uh, a lot of Smurf art. There's even, um, he did, he wrote a comic uh, drawn by someone named Will, who I'm not familiar with. And they even included that will art, which is interesting to see. So a lot of great stuff. And then uh, as well, there's some interesting things. So uh, uh, Peo had drawn uh, smaller versions of the art. And then when he when they put out the albums, he redrew some of the pages. And we've got the original pages and then the redrawn pages. So there's a lot of material here. Again, the size is reduced. I don't really know what size Peo's original artwork. It doesn't go over that in the catalog. And I didn't get a chance to really find much online. I'm sure if I did more digging, I could find the originals and find out what size it is. But it doesn't really affect this review. Uh, there's pay stops. I mean, you see definitely full scans of the full pages. Uh, interesting, you know, because I'm, I'm now getting used to the band SNA where uh, if they were published in Spiro or Pilot or those kind of magazines, um, it was never like, like a full page artwork. They would always have a piece of artwork and then something below it and then so you'll see most of these pages have been cut and then uh, they've been taped back together. So they've been taped because that's how they appear in the albums or how in France they do collected editions. So you get the full story in an album and then you see them taped back together, which is interesting. But a lot of Peo's uh, pages have these staples and I don't quite understand what was stapled on. I was wondering, was it tissue paper to do uh, the colors? Because he's also, they include some color pages in here and they're just blobs of color. 
So I'm wondering that that had to go somewhere. Either the acetate was put over that or it was done with the original artwork. I'm not quite sure. But the staples are something I hadn't seen before. So that was interesting. And like 256 pages. This is a substantial amount of art. Thankfully, they're not putting multiple pages, uh, you know, multiple pages of art on a page unless they're smaller. Like there's an example of early Smurf drawings that he's got. And they're both landscapes. So they put two on the page. Perfect. Wonderful. But otherwise, his normal comic artwork you know, vertical, gets the full page treatment. And we see just all full pages. And again, eight and a half, eight and a quarter by 11. We probably like to see it larger, but his uh, his style is so clean that I don't think necessarily we're suffering at all from seeing it at this size. Really nice, really nice book. Um, you know, the interesting thing is, uh, so uh, someone on the forum recommended it to me and actually even gave me a link for a books and it was in Canada and I ordered it. Boom. I think it was, I paid the full cover price, I think 50 bucks. And then, uh, for this review, I, I did new a books links. And if you get the French version, like if you're in the States right now, there's a copy of this book for 1499 on, on my a books link with $2 shipping in the U S it's the French title. So interestingly, this book has the same ISBN in English and French, I, I reached out to someone else on the forum and said, hey, does anybody have the French copy? And they have the French copy. It's the exact same book, French in black, English in red, except he's the cover is different, French title, as opposed to my English title. And you can pick it up for 15, 17 US total shipped. So if you have any interest in this book in the US, please order a copy. I mean, that is the bargain of the century. Uh, there is a listing on a books new in cellophane. Like, so this book is, there's a brand new copy. It's listing as hardcover. It is not. I've checked repeated sources after this. There was no hardcover of this, but there's, if you want brand new sealed copy, I think it's about 45 us on a book. So hit my a books link, check these out, check out the review. Please go to the site, aindex.org. See everything I've discussed in print or visually with the pictures. Please support the site, Patreon patron, um, affiliate links, the store. Please take advantage of these things. If you have any questions at all, please email me, scott at aeindex.org. I love to get questions. I love to answer them. A lot of the questions come to me from the forums. I just answered a question today on the forum about uh, shipping. Somebody said, somebody on the forum asked, um, there's only a month difference between uh, the EC covers and the Jamba Samba's Heroes is, is, is that, has that time frame you know, is that normal? Had that happened before? And I was able to answer back, yes. 2012, there was a three-week gap, you know, the, the two years into the, the program. Uh, there's a period in 2018 where we saw three consecutive books from IDW being released in three weeks. And then when multiple publishers started, we saw 2014, 2015, we saw multiple publishers and we saw several releases on the same week. So... We are in a period now of this short, this uh, slowdown, shortening of release schedules. I mean, COVID and printing, I understand that as well. But we're out of time now. It's not 17, 18, 21 books, you know, in a year. It's four books. It's six books. So when you have a chance to look at the pre-orders, when you have a chance to see what the volume is, you know, please now more than ever, take a chance on these books. Order them up. If they're available, now you can get them from Amazon. Things from another world, my links always have a 20% off on the previews take advantage take a chance buy these books let the publishers know that we're still interested we still love the format because we're seeing a big drop off from publishers right we're seeing idw still in the game fantagraphics you know barely there 
Now we're seeing some independence coming up. I don't know if that will continue. So we've got to support if we want it. And I hate being that guy who says pre-order, pre-order, support. How do they know? But, I mean, if you can gather the information ahead of time, if you can look at what I'm posting, if you can take a look for yourself and see the artwork, then you get a, a very good idea. So thank you very much, and join me once again next month. Let her go, let her go, God bless her. Wherever she may be, she can search this wide world over. She'll never find a sweet man like me.